Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, January the 23rd. Yep, Mardi Gras activities coming up this weekend. So you, you've heard uh, Peyton Malone in our, our forecast in, in the news just now. And we've got some rain coming. I, chance of it today, but I think uh, mainly tomorrow morning, there's going to be three rounds of rain. Uh, let's just hope that it all gets out of here by the uh, parade times on uh, on Saturday. And then Friday, I'm not, we'll, we'll know more about this uh, later, but uh, hopefully uh, anything going on Friday is going to be rain-free. So we'll get an update on that. But hey, you know what? That happens, that happens this time of year. I mean, especially when the uh, when the Mardi Gras date is is early in in February, anything can happen. Let's just uh, hope for the best. Hey, look, we've got a lot to talk about this afternoon. On this day in 1984, Boy George and Annie Lennox. Which one was the boy? Which one was the girl? I don't know. They both appeared on the cover of Newsweek magazine under the headline "Britain Rocks America Again." And this was about the second British invasion. And you know, you and I experienced this in, in the 80s. There was the original British invasion in the 60s, and then in the 80s, there was another British invasion. And Boy George and Annie Lennox and uh, Human League and uh, so many of the, the, the bands that we, you know, we talk about when we talk about the music of the 80s, they were part of this big uh, British uh, invasion. So we'll talk a little bit about that, and we'll play some uh, great uh, bumper music. Um, Nikki Six is with Motley, well, he is with Motley Crue. I mean, they're still, you know, Motley Crue uh, said they were going to quit touring. And like a lot of bands, they say they're going to quit, and then they don't quit. So Nikki Six is still um, still a rock star with with uh, Motley Crue. He and his wife have moved to Wyoming, and they love it. And there's a really great article on the website foxnews.com. You might want to check that out. And I love the story of Nikki Six because uh, among the rockers, there were few people who personified sex, drugs, and rock and roll more than Nikki Six. He's totally clean. He's been clean for years, and his family just t- took a trip to, to Wyoming, and they live there now. Now, his wife admits they still love L.A., but he's like raising his family in Wyoming. And he still, he still looks like Nikki Six. He still kind of looks the same. So, you know, he's got to stand out in his, in his neighborhood. But I, I, I think these, these rock success stories are so positive and, and so awesome because so often when we talk about the uh, Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar every day. We're, we're talking about somebody who died. Somebody who died because they did drugs or alcohol or both and they, they OD'd or their, their body just, you know, couldn't take it anymore and they, and they died. So, so often we hear about people who died before they should. And then there are these success stories of people who were like deep into sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And they changed. And they're alive today. 
and I guarantee you, I mean, I've, I've told the story about being backstage at the Rolling Stones concert uh, in, the, in the Superdome years ago. This would have been in the 80s. And, uh, you know, the Stones were known to do coke. In fact, uh, they were all so high on coke that their manager was afraid that they were going to hurt themselves if they went on stage. So their manager kept them back in this small trailer just off the, the stage outside of the, the dressing room area in the dome. But in this in this trailer, and this trailer is like rocking. I mean, because these guys are so high. Mick Jagger just turned 80. You can't keep doing that stuff. And so obviously he changed his life. And, and the same is with uh, Nikki Six and, and some people like this. And I think it, these are admirable stories. And it's um, it's fun to pay attention to to some of the people that, you know, did the right thing and they're alive today because of it. But I just think it's so cool that somebody like as hardcore a rocker as Nikki Six is, that he's like living in Wyoming and raising his family. We'll talk a little bit about that. Okay, so you've heard the Pelicans. They're uh, against the Jazz tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Should be a uh, should be a fun game. And, you know, the Pelicans have had, uh, you know, a few ups and downs recently, but they are just, they're just hot. And it's really uh, awesome to... Uh, Awesome to see that. Okay, so you know that this is the first primary of the 2024 presidential campaign season. The New Hampshire primary is today. Former President Donald Trump has a huge lead, but now it's pretty much down to Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. Does she even have a chance? Is anything going to happen that will derail Donald Trump from being the Republican nominee? It's looking more and more like he will be the Republican nominee. And then it looks more and more like uh, nothing is going to happen and Joe Biden is going to be the Democrat nominee. Again, I think we deserve better than a rematch of what we had before, but here we go again. And I just, you know, we don't have to get into this now because we've got a lot of time to think about this and talk about this. But I just, you know, I I hope there's, there's not another January 6th, you know, depending on how things turn out here. Because, you know, that was just such a, a stain on our, our, our country's history that we don't need that again. And I, I, you know, I kind of have a feeling that with it coming down to Trump and Biden again, and, you know, something may happen, but at this point it looks like Trump and Biden. I think people are just getting more and more apathetic about politics. Because it's different every day, but it's still the same thing. And, you know, another rematch of that, that that's not going to um, that's not going to help voter turnout. But remember, the people who are most passionate. And I think those are going to be the MAGA supporters. The Trump supporters are going to be more passionate than the Biden supporters. So they're going to show up to vote. Will there be enough people to counter that? Don't know. Again, a lot of time to uh, to talk about that. All right, if you want to join us with a comment uh, about anything we talk about, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Also, another big issue for the 2024 campaign is the abortion rights issue. The Biden administration is pushing abortion rights right now. And Nikki Haley, who has been trying to find a consensus on this issue, now supports a federal ban on abortion. Well, what the hell happened to giving the states the rights to do it? Oh, I see. So some states decided to give people abortion rights. And even the voters in some red states decided to give people abortion rights. Oh, well, that plan didn't work out so well. So now we have to have a federal ban on, on abortion. I, I mean, the, the political maneuvering 
and using voters as pawns, it, you know, it's just, it's, it's disheartening. And it, it's, it's such a game. You know, Nikki Haley is saying this because she's trying to, she's trying to get those Trump voters. Now that DeSantis, I would have always thought from the beginning that a Trump supporter was more likely to support Ron DeSantis than Nikki Haley. Because Nikki Haley seemed to me to be a little bit more moderate, Ron DeSantis a little bit more leaning to the right. So Nikki Haley is, 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 I guess, talking about this now, a federal ban on abortion. I guess she's talking about this now because she wants to get all those DeSantis votes. And I, I don't know that she's going to get that. I don't know where else they're going to go. Well, they would go to Donald Trump. But again, Trump still has a commanding lead in all of this. So anyway, it's just interesting to watch all this play out. And look, the song that has been deemed the Black National Anthem will be sung at the Super Bowl. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, the humanity. How could they possibly do this? What's wrong with this country? Look, this is a controversy again. But this is the fourth year they've done it. And why does it matter? I mean, who cares? If there's a large segment of our population that has felt alienated over the years, over the decades, and this makes people, you know, feel more included, so what? It doesn't take away from the national anthem, which is the national anthem for all of America, but some people have had a problem with that, and I, 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 I get that. But, you know, I don't understand. I mean, doing the Black National Anthem, this is a, this is a, a, a song that it should not be offensive to anybody. I, I know people are going to interpret it. Well, it means this, it means that. So what? I mean, you can interpret the National Anthem to mean this and this and this, and it's, well, it really stands for this. So it's just, I think it's a shame that we make such a big deal about some of these things. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Ian Hoke is our senior producer, and he is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, too, as well. How are we doing? Good. A hazy, a hazy shade of winter today. It's winter. It doesn't feel much like it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of hazy out there. Uh, I saw the fog. I was coming home last night. I, I was at the station a little bit late, but I came home last night. Um, it's about 7, 7.30. And I, I noticed the fog was already kind of uh, setting in, and this is something that happens uh, this time of year when the weather gets like this. And then we've got some rain, I guess, that's going to kind of blow some of this out of here. You know, I saw some exit polling, I think, from Iowa that said about half of Nikki Haley's voters are not going to vote for Donald Trump in the general, which is not just, I mean, that's not a really statistically significant amount of people, but it's going to make it a little bit harder for 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 Trump to have like a commanding lead over Biden once some of those you know disillusioned Republicans decide hey man I'm either going to leave this blank or I'm going to vote for Sleepy Joe you know it really is uh, sad that the the Democrats have not done a better job I mean the the Democrats the, the the party has been as asleep as Joe Biden appears to be most of the time because uh you know they have not taken advantage of of this opportunity to just I don't know, do anything you can to make Joe look more viable. Um, you know, I, yeah. you know, he's just he's kind of kind of sleepy and kind of just kind of moving along. And, you know, when he when he drags his feet on something, it's exaggerated because of his body language and just the way he a- appears in public. 
And then there's the border issue, but I, I don't think either side can really blame the other side because they're both involved in this border issue. And Republicans want to say it's all the Democrats. It's not all the Democrats. And the Republicans love that there's this problem. And one of the big problems that Republicans are having right now is that there are more signs that the economy is good. And we mentioned yesterday that on Friday, Fox News reported that the, um, the stock market hit, hit an all-time high un- under Joe Biden. How can this be? Again, bad news because the political strategy is it's the economy. The economy's bad. You got to vote for Trump. Well, look, there's inflation and there are aspects of the economy that are not great for everybody. But overall, there are signs that the economy is strong, including consumer confidence, which is up. I definitely don't disagree that Joe and the Democrats could and should be doing more to make him look more excitable. But it is also true that you know, I, I think most voters at this point are not persuadable in that way. There is not a counter messaging strategy that is going to make moderates, independents and disillusioned Republicans say, yeah, well, yeah. now I'm really excited about Joe Biden. If Ron DeSantis is, you know, 40 million dollars in ad spending in Iowa could not peel off even at the tiniest shred of Trump voters. There's nothing that Joe and the Democrats are going to do that's going to do anything that's going to benefit them in the general in this way. But everybody who is supporting Trump now, who is in the polls supporting Trump, is not a diehard Trump supporter. Right. You know, there are moderates there. There are people who are supporting Trump because they don't like Joe Biden. Um, So it, it seems like we have another election where there are as many votes against somebody as they are for somebody. Hey, let's do a couple of uh, quick text messages. Hell yeah, let's do some text messages. Here's a text that says, I agree with you on the apathy in politics, and I think we're going to end up with Biden and Trump 2024. And if it keeps going the way it is, it'll be Biden and Trump 2028. Hunter (laughs) Biden versus Don Jr. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Stop the world. I want to get off. There's not a a mountain of cocaine big enough that you're going to have backstage at the debate. They're going to just oh, they'll do like Lady in a God. Tramp. You know, he'll start at one end yeah. and, and Hunter will start at the other. <laughs> and they'll meet in the middle. Well, the thing about the economy is that you got to just you got to really gotta get rid of the calculations and you just make sure that everybody has an equal oh, shot. You can give me everything they need to for the American dream. Uh, here's a text message that says Donald Trump is supported mainly by the extreme right wing of the Republican Party. Joe Biden, uh, wantingly or unwantingly, is beholden to the extremists. On the left, like I said, the radicals, extremists and special interests control the political process, leaving most Americans with the pathetic choice yeah. of only having two extremists to vote for president. And, and, and shame on Joe Biden for for being so beholden to the left, the, the far left. If it's Joe Biden, the far left, if they don't like Joe Biden, you think they're going to vote for Trump? No, they're probably going to vote for Biden anyway. So so why why pander? Why kiss the ass of the far left? If you need the moderate votes to to be more attractive at the polls. I'll give you three more here. There's one that says, Scoot, people almost have to be apathetic or else they get labeled as a liberal or they get labeled as a MAGA supporter. The minute anybody says anything or posts anything about one side or the other, everybody jumps on them. You know, it's true. It, it, and that kind of um, it's a dog fight of, out there. That kind of criticism has become a recreational sport in America, and it's it's it, it's sad. But yes, I mean there there are people. I mean there are people right now, and they've got every number dialed on their phone, and they're just waiting for me to say something, that, something that they disagree with, and they're going to hit that last button and send us a text, or or call the show, and and you look at some of the posts on my my website. I'm uh, not my website. My uh, Facebook page, Scoot on the Air. Look at some of those posts, and you can tell that, that you know, as, as soon as I post something, some people are just waiting 
to look for something to criticize. Uh, here's a text that says, The Black National Anthem is a Christian hymnal. Anyone against it is against Jesus. Yeah. Interesting thought. And yeah. I'll leave you with this one. Where's the gay national anthem? Yeah, where is it? We What's already it? have that. It's probably YMCA. YMCA huh? yeah. I'm saying, I knew you'd think of it. Yeah. Thinking YMCA. It's raining men. Well, yeah, look, you know, um, I, look, I, I understand by the, the, the tongue-in-cheek the comment, yeah, or, or um, um, I'm Every Woman, yeah, or yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, we uh, could do this all day. Yeah, Bed Midler. Yeah. yeah, what would be the, what would be the gay national? We, the gay I, don't, national I, don't, I don't mind starting off with this, you know. Yeah. We could even play some of these with our bumper music. Hell yeah. All right, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. Uh, we've got a cloudy day here and a chance of rain coming in uh, tomorrow. We'll keep you in touch with all of that over the next uh, couple of days. So um, stay with us here and always uh, check with our, in with our website at www.com. We'll be back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. January 23rd, it's a hazy shade of winter out there. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're uh, with us. Um, An Illinois woman has been arrested uh, after police found that she left two children in her car. Single-digit temperatures outside, which means it was below 10 degrees. Single-digit temperatures and a loaded handgun under the front seat. And the two kids were left in the car alone. What is it about this that people don't understand? I mean, you can't, you can't do this. Uh, there have been too many incidents where bad things have happened. Kadisha Clark, 29 years old, taken into custody and charges, uh, charged with endangering the life of a child and aggravated unlawful use of a weapon. I mean, she's, she's arrested. I don't have a problem with this. We need to actually do a little bit more of that. All right, let's go to the North Shore. James, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hello, James. Hello? Yeah, how are you? I'm sorry. Anyway, man, you know, I called in another day. James, are you with us here? We're, we're on the air. I'm right here. Hello? Yeah, we're on, we're on the Hello? air, James. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I knew, I knew we're on the air. What okay. I was trying to say is, um, like, when we talk about Biden and, we, and the Democrats, and we, we say how there ain't no big response behind him and people care about him. I mean, this last year and the last quarter, he outraged Trump and them by tens of millions. And, and I say the reason why it means so much to me 
is like I first gotten in this behind healthcare because how much healthcare means to me and all that. Mm-hmm. And without it, what it I mean next this this next month I got to go get a um operation where I got to get a catheter put in my heart to drain some fluids out of my heart. And I mean it's very important to me the healthcare yeah. and what comes from that. Sure. And I know how the Republicans feel about healthcare. And so like when we sat here and we just like Biden's a weak president. I can name so many things he's done to help people. Well, and, James, and I, 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 you're right. I, under, I understand. Well, what, are the far, what are the far, far left things he's done? I understand, James. But the perception is that he's... The, the, James, listen, why don't you call us back when you get into a, a quieter situation? Because it's, it's kind of hard to, uh, to, to hear you. So just to give us a call back. Look, um, you, could, you, could, you can list things that, that Biden has done. Uh, you can list good things that have happened when Biden has been in the office, the Oval Office. But Biden is perceived as a weak president. And part of it is perception. Part of it is just visual. I, I, I mean, I wish that weren't the case. I, I wish we could just truly just hone in on somebody's intellect, hone in on, on, on somebody's ability, mental ability. But we, we, we don't. Also, the way they are physically, the way they appear physically also tells us something about that. Whether that's fair or not, that is a, that is a, a reality. So, y- you know... You may be doing great under Biden, and that's, and that's fine, and a lot of people are. Some people are doing great under Biden, but they don't want to admit it because they're supporters of Trump or they're Republicans, and they don't want to admit that things are okay while Biden has been in, in the White House. But uh, Biden, uh, Biden is perceived as a, as, as a weak president. Look at the polls. I mean, there are Democrats who don't want him to be the candidate. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. So you've heard this in our news, and we have a story on our website about this. Troop NOLA. This is the, um, the, the project that is going to allow Louisiana State Troopers to help NOPD with crime in the city. And we've talked about this a lot recently. It's an extraordinary effort because in the past, there's been a lot of friction between the state and, and, and state police, but well, between the state and the, and the city. You know, uh, NOPD over the years in some ways has, has totally rejected uh, help or, or not, not embraced help. And it's like, this is not, this is not a, a statement about NOPD officers. This is a statement about the reality of, of crime and we don't have enough officers. So this should not be seen as an insult to NOPD. And if our new governor, Jeff Landry, can help by making uh, state troopers part of the crime-fighting system in, in New Orleans, why not? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a good thing. So I totally applaud Troop NOLA. And, you know, let's hope that it's not just an effort that's being done. It, let's hope this is not some feel-good effort. Let's hope that it really does manifest change. But as you hear about this, I don't want you to think that, that this is some kind of a, a negative statement about NOPD officers, because it's not. It's just that they, they've just got their hands totally full. If you want to join us, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Slidell. Robert, welcome to the show. Hey, good. How are you today? I'm good. Hey, I have a couple of comments to make regarding Biden's perceived weakness. Okay. This man, this man got $2 trillion in infrastructure spending. This man has put 20 million people to work. Donald Trump has 91 felony counts pending against him. 91! Do you realize that if 10% of those were actually to get 
actual convictions. This man would spend the rest of his natural life in prison for stealing nuclear secrets. This is this is the the, the the false narrative that goes on all the time when people want to talk about the problems we have in our country. Joe Biden is doing a yeoman's job considering what he inherited. It seems like every time Democrats come into office, it's following a Ronald Reagan who left three trillion dollars in debt for for uh, uh, and George w, and George H W Bush for Bill Clinton who balances the budget. Then he you know then it's always about the sex scandals. It's never about what these men do as president. Obama had to yank the car out of the ditch, and then they gave the keys back to the drunk driver who wrecked the car in the first place. Robert, I understand. I mean, I, I, I get it. But this is why it's so pathetic that the Biden campaign and the Democrats have not done a better job doing what you're doing right now, which is uh, speaking out about the too? positive things. May I resp- respond to that? Sure. Every, every, every election since Donald Trump has left office, where was the red wave? Biden was in office. Where was the red wave? Didn't happen. Where was all of these midterm congressional uh, races that were supposed to be won by Republicans? They didn't win any. Joe Biden was president. I think when we get closer to the election, when people start thinking about Roe v. Wade, I think that when they start thinking about gay rights being rolled back to, by the Supreme Court that Donald Trump put in place, I think when people actually look at where the rubber meets the road, they will look at the accomplishments of Joe Biden. Yes, they have done a horrible job of directing this narrative. But But the problem is there's 91 felony counts. Pending against the former president. Robert, I get bashed all the time on this show telling the truth about Donald Trump. And it's not it's not an anti-Republican. It's not an anti-conservative message. It's an anti uh, message about Trump. I mean, it's a shame that the honesty, honesty about Trump can be perceived as being negative. But we're just being honest about it. But it's not about Republicans or or, or, uh, conservatives. It's about a a specific faction within the Republican Party, right-wing radicals who want to totally change this country. And by the way, when I talk about when I talk about Donald Trump and I say negative things about Donald Trump, I'm not talking about all conservatives and all Republicans. When Scoot on the Air talks about the illegal, immoral, divisive, and destructive activities and conspiracy theories of ultra-right-wing radicals, Scoot is not referring to all Republicans or all conservatives, just those insurrectionist MAGA cultists who refuse to accept responsibility for their mistakes, see the truth, or listen to reason. If you or someone you know is suffering from MAGA addiction, please call 504-260-1870. That's 504-260-1870, weekdays from 1 to 4 p.m. Please vote responsibly. All right, so, you know, if uh, if you hear conversations on here about Trump and, and you're a Republican or a conservative, don't take it uh, personally. Uh, President uh, Biden and Vice President Harris and their spouses are hitting the campaign trail today for the first time since the campaign really started to, uh, to to ramp up. And they're at a rally about abortion rights, and this is a smart move for them. That reflects the importance Democrats are putting on abortion this year. They see a very, very strong card they can play. St. Anselm College political scientist Chris Galdieri says it also factors in the president's approval ratings. A president whose numbers are not what uh, any Democrat would want them to be at the start of the general election campaign. The Virginia rally comes a day after the vice president hammered likely GOP nominee Donald Trump for saying he was proud of his role in overturning Roe v. Wade. Proud? 
proud that women across our nation are suffering? While Harris and Democrats are embracing abortion as a campaign issue, many Republicans are shying away, worried about sparking more voter backlash. Sagar Magani, Washington. Yeah, I mean, Republicans really miscalculated what was going to happen after they pushed for the Supreme Court ruling that essentially overturned Roe v. Wade. Well, and then you, and then when the backlash already started, the Republicans tried to recover by saying, oh, no, we're not overturning Roe v. Wade. We don't support that. We just want the states to decide. Well, then when states, including red states, started to decide in favor of abortion rights, then you've got like Nikki Haley now, who's tried to, tried to create a consensus on this issue. Now Nikki Haley is, is talking about a federal ban on abortion. Well, well what, what is it? Do the states have a right to do it or what? You know, this is a great campaign issue. And yes, um, the Biden campaign is doing the right thing by making this a campaign issue. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. All right. So, you know, I always thought that it would have been really nice if it would have been here, but it's um, it's not here. And I'm talking about the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, Ohio. I, you know, I, I never really understand, I've never really totally understood the direct connection with Cleveland and rock and roll, but I, you know, I guess they had a lot of rock and roll there. In any event, on this day in 1986, the first class of inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was announced and brought into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Among those, our own Fats Domino. And over the years, we have uh, just learned how instrumental Fats Domino was in the invention of rock and roll. And, you know, guys like me, you know, grew up in the suburbs and we were under the impression that, you know, white guys invented rock and roll. And that really wasn't true. You know, it wasn't Danny and the Juniors. It wasn't like, uh, you know, Bill Haley and people like that. It was um, Fats Domino, Dave Bartholomew, Little Richard. Chuck Berry, these, these were the people who really, really um, established the foundation for rock and roll. But the uh, first inductees went into the Hall of Fame on this day in 1986. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be right back on WWL. It's Tuesday afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. Um, still trending on our website at WWL.com is a blog that I wrote uh, yesterday. We, we talked about this on the, on the show yesterday, and the, uh, the blog is still on the front page. It's... Uh, it's titled Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Love Story. Sweet or sickening? And I know a lot of people are joining in the chorus of, oh, man, this just sucks, man. This is like ruining football. How the hell is it ruining football? I mentioned yesterday, and I brought this up in the blog too, the NFL goes to great lengths in pregame shows to highlight the personal lives, the struggles, the challenges, the good stuff, the bad stuff. They, they, they humanize players because humanizing players brings more drama to it. You know, sometimes you might, you know, you're not sure which team to pull for. And in a pregame uh, show, you, you might see a, a feature on a player who's had uh, a special challenge to overcome. And because of that, that humanity that is now bestowed upon that person in your mind, well, you start pulling for that team. So I don't see the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing as anything other than just um, a human story. It's a, it's just, it's, it's a way of humanizing players. I mean, for a player, this, this guy's in love, and he scores a touchdown, and he forms his hands in the, the shape of a heart and, and points it up in the direction of his, of his girlfriend. 
Taylor Swift, who's up in the suite at the stadium. It's just about humanizing football and, and, and making the players um, more than just players on the field, making them, them human beings. So I just think it's part of that. It really isn't distracting at all. But anyway, that's on the website, WWL.com. It's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. Oh, and I, um, I, I posted uh, part of a video from the uh, Sticks concert at the IP Casino Saturday night. I took a, a sample of, of Come Sail Away. And that is uh, also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. And then I posted a picture of, um, of a Tommy Shaw, who is 70 years old. I mean, take a look at this picture. Tommy Shaw, 70 years old. <laughs> he still hits the high notes. Sticks, I'm telling you, I was, I was blown away by Sticks Saturday night. So you can uh, check out some of those comments. And I, I appreciate those of you who are sharing comments about the last time you saw Sticks. And I know that some of you were upset that you missed it. Look, you can't make every concert. I don't even make every concert, so don't feel badly about it if you, if, if you missed it. But anyway, those are a couple of things uh, trending on Scoot on the Air Facebook. And if you haven't joined me there yet, I, I hope you will. Would love to have your voice and your, uh, your posts on the, the Facebook page. Let's go, to, um, let's go to Ian Hoke with a couple of your text messages. James and Harvey is listening today and says, I don't care if Joe Biden can't walk. I don't care if he's slow. We know he's old. He's not young, inexperienced, and ineffective. His administration, if not him, has put forward more positive legislation that's going to help us in the long run and keeps us breathing. As far as the way the world looks at him, does anyone remember how many times the U.N. Assembly laughed in Trump's face when he addressed the U.N.? Look, I get all of I understand all of that. And I'm not saying that, that, that Joe Biden has been totally ineffective. I'm talking about the perception. And I just think it's sad that the Democrat Party has not done a better job boosting their candidate. It's, you know, I, sometimes I get the feeling that the, the, the Democrats are planning on the Republicans to destroy themselves and they're going to win by default. And I don't think you can ever do that in, in any kind of competition. You, 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 you can't sit around and wait for your competition to self-destruct. You've got to get out there and try and beat them. And let's see, maybe today's going to be the, the first day of a concerted effort to show uh, Joe Biden in a positive light with this um, a campaign rally about abortion rights. Here's a text that says, Scoot, I'm an independent. The economy here is not good. I make half of the income that I made last year. I'm in the construction industry, and it is a struggle to find work right now. Maybe the stock market, stock market people make money, but the middle class people like me who barely get by are not making it anymore. Prices are going up even more. They say inflation is down, but I just went to the grocery and it is not going down. I live in this life. I will not vote for Trump, but Joe Biden and his administration is not doing anything to help things. Man, I feel really badly for, for you and, and people like you, and I, I understand that. Um, you know, when it comes to construction, when it comes to house building and, and that whole industry, it is, it's cyclical. And it's tied to a lot of things like interest rates. And, and, and right now, uh, I, I think uh, home sales are, are really soft. So I'm sorry it's, it's affecting you in that way. And, and they're always going to be winners and losers. I've just try to hang in there. And, and you know, you've gone through booms. I know if, you, if you're in that business, you have gone through times when things were great for you. They might not have been so good for somebody else. So when you go through these times like this, hang in there. And that boom is going to be coming. I'll leave you with this one. People seem to have forgotten when Jessica Simpson dated Tony Romo. It was the same kind of thing, although she wasn't as popular as Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean. I do not remember that. I remember that. 
But Jessica Simpson, I mean, I never thought she was sexy. She's kind oh, of on my. On. She's, she's cute. Well, oh, maybe a borderline cute, but I, I never. About she's beautiful. I never thought that. I never thought. She, well, maybe she's just not my type. I just. I never thought she was that big of a deal. But anyway, yes, uh, there was a lot of attention um, paid to that. But even at her peak, you can't even come close to comparing her with with Taylor Swift. All right, um, on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, on this day in 1964, Eddie Kendricks was on lead vocals. The Temptations released their first Billboard Hot 100 entry. It was this song, The Way You Do the Things You Do. The song would peak at number 11 on the top 40 list, but it would start a parade of 37 songs that would be on the charts over the next 11 years. But this was a first big release from The Temptations. This day in 1964. In fact, uh, this was just um, a couple of weeks. This was just like two weeks before the Beatles arrived in America. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. All right. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1988, at the age of 16, Tiffany became the youngest female singer with a number one album in the United States. It was her self-titled debut album, Tiffany. And she did this song. Cover of the Beatles song. She changed the words a little bit to say, I saw him standing there. But, you know, there was a young generation that thought that this was an original by her. All right, Ian is telling me we are being flooded with uh, text messages about uh, the fact that I don't think uh, Jessica Simpson what is, did like, you do? sexy. I, 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 look, uh, anyway, uh, we'll get into that. We'll read some of those texts when we come back here. I'm Scoot on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 